0: Welcome to the Ups and Beacon Sports Podcast. I am your host, Jacob Stewart, the sports editor at The Beacon. Thank you for joining me on episode number five of the pod. Today I'll look at a constructive loss for the Gridiron Knights and preview the region tournament for Upson League Volleyball, and we'll also look at a very, very, very important week for the Atlanta Braves. You know how much I love them. We'll also get to much more football picks and everything. You know how it goes. So let's dive right into it. All right, so Upson Lee traveled down to Cordill, Georgia to play Chris County. They played a pretty solid game. They came out and had a excellent first drive. That drive lasted almost eight minutes and they went 70 yards down the field and Jaquan Bentley capped it with a two-yard rushing touchdown. Upsonly Lee really manhandled the front of Chris County, which is a good one. And I, th- I think Chris County just maybe wasn't ready to be super physical with the Knights and Upsonly Lee punched in a two-point conversion on that one as well. So they went up 8 nothing, and milked most of the clock out of the first quarter, and then the second quarter, and then on uh, on Chris County's first drive of the game, Upsonley actually forced them into a third and 16 and had a chance to force a three and out there and get off the field really fast. That would have been a massive stop for Upsonley if they could get it. But that did end up turning into a touchdown for Chris County as Jack Carter c- connected with um, Abad Brown for a 15-yard passing play. On the next drive for Cripps County after Upson Lee went 3-and-out, the duo connected again this time for a 28-yard pass play. And then things got pretty tough for Upson Lee, they had a play there in the second quarter where Upson Lee was looking like they were going to try to go for a fourth and long and then kind of in the last 10 seconds decided they were going to punt, so the punt crew ran out there, was rushed, there was a bad snap, the ball was blocked. and. That turned into another easy touchdown for the Cougars. There three times in the first half, Chris County started their drives inside Upson Lee's territory, so that is not how you go on the road and upset a team. Upson Lee, with their first drive of the game, looked like they were going to do exactly what they needed to do offensively all evening to have a chance to pull off the upset, but that really wasn't there for the rest of most of the game. Upson Lee's defense was beat by Chris County running a lot of short routes. Upson Lee obviously doesn't have a lot of size in the secondary. Chris County has some big receivers and they've got a pretty good quarterback in Jack Carter that can hit his spots. They beat the defense by undercutting the zone. Upson Lee was kind of giving too much room there. And as Upson Lee started to cheat up, they were able to beat the Knights um, over the top a couple of times. So at the half, it was 27 to 8. But Upson Lee looked really good in the second half defensively. At the end of the first half, Jarius Braswell did jump a route and finally got, finally played that kind of curl route that Chris County was trying to run all night. He jumped a route and got an interception, but Upson Lee couldn't get any points out of that as that was in the final minute of the game, final minute of the first half. But Upson Lee's defense really shaped up. They did allow a, a 23 yard field goal on the first possession for Chris County in the the second half but they didn't allow any points after that for the rest of the game and even though Chris County was up 30 to 8 they never pulled any of their starters so the defense really shaped up and showed what they could be it was just unfortunate that the game kinda got out of the way before it really mattered too much and when Upsonly couldn't produce much on offense, that created a lot of time on the field for the defense and not a recipe for an upset. Upsonly did move the ball well on the final drive of the game, moved it all the way into inside the 5 yard line where Jaquan Bentley eventually fumbled. Bentley had a good day though, Uh, despite the fumble. He led the team in rushing yards with uh, 64 yards on 15 attempts, he averaged 4 yards a carry Uh, Braswell carried it pretty well too, he had 23 yards on just three attempts, he had a a long 16 yard carry for the Knights. Braswell played a good game defensively, he stepped up at the corner position and uh, was given the challenge of guarding some of the better players for the Knights. Braswell stepped in four ups in lead when Xavier Green against Harris County was unable to come out and play, and ever since then Braswell has been a primary guy in the secondary playing corner, so It's good to see him have some success and it was good to see Upson Lee's defense have some success in the second cor- Second half of that game. They only lost the second half three to zero against a really really good Chris County team They're With the new coach Miguel Patrick they play a much more of a pro style game They're a much cleaner team than they were last year and just with the talent that comes from there they're going to be a good program for many many years to come as they already have been for many many years in the past. The biggest thing about this game was had Upson Lee beaten Pike like they should have and like they were favored to do and then you go on the road and you lose to, lose to Chris County with a good second half like you did, um, had a chance to only lose that game like 30 to 15 if we would have scored there on the last drive, you'd feel really really good about this football team and not really have too much of a doubt Rolling into these next couple of weeks that you're going to win some more football games. But with that loss to Pike County, that really kind of stirred the pot and uh, makes you wonder, you know, what team are you going to get on a game-to-game, week-to-week basis. So with this next game coming up against America's Sumter, we'll preview that one more on the next podcast, hopefully. Um, and then the following week, which will be homecoming at Central Macon. Those are now two pretty much must-win games as we know that Mary Persons is going to be a tough challenge. We know that Peach County is going to be a really tough challenge and a game that Upson Lee will probably be underdogs by I would expect 30 points or more. Um, and then of course Jackson is not no pushover. Um, Coach Elder talked to me after the game and said that Jackson is probably the best front besides Peach and Chris County that Upson Lee will face. That would be the final game of the season and if Upson Lee can can win these next two games that uh, Jackson game on the road might be a very decisive game for who gets the four spot in the playoff so we'll see though I do think that these next two games are mu- are very much must win for um, elder and the Knights rolling into some volleyball coverage the Knights played their second round of the region seating Saturdays and they split it two and two they um, Lost to Jackson, they lost to Mary Persons, and then they beat Central and, and Americus. So Upson Lee um, played well against Jackson in the first set, and then Jackson went on um, some good runs and kind of just swiped the floor with Upson Lee. And then the Knights lost a close first set to the, to the Lady Bulldogs, Mary Persons, and then spotted them a big lead at the beginning, had a big run to come back enforce overtime in that game, but Mary Persons won the last set of that one, 26-24. Those are the two games that Upson Lee really needed to win in, especially against Mary Persons. But the Knights couldn't pull through. Upson Lee lost to Jackson, Pike, Mary Persons, and Peach all in the tournament, so they ended up just going three and four, and that was only good enough for a fifth seed in this thing. So the seeding going into the region tournament for the volleyball team is gonna be Jackson at the top. They didn't lose a game. And then Mary Persons, Pike, and Peach all went five and two. They had a tiebreaker and the decision was to go against how each team fared against Jackson. Uh, so Mary Persons took the two spot, Pike the three, Peach the four, Upson Lee got the five, and then Central, Chris, and America Sumter wrapped that up. I think these top five teams in this tournament all have a legitimate chance to win this thing. I think Jackson looked beatable at times in all of those games that they played with Mary Persons, Pike, Upson Lee, and Peach. Now I think Jackson is still definitely the clear favorite for this thing, but they're not as much of a favorite as they were last year. I don't think they're as good of a team. They're not super dominant, but they're the most efficient team and they showed that in the region tournament. However, I do think Pike County is probably the second best team in this region, and then I would still say Upson Lee is, is the three if they play their most efficient game, and that's just been the struggle for them, playing the most efficient, effective, um, not making as many mistakes as they uh, as they really did in the region tournament, they, the mistakes against Mary Persons is what cost them that game, and Pike County as well, as they uh, forced a third set in the first Saturday of that against Pike County, but couldn't come through. So, look out for this region tournament. It's gonna be spicy this first week of October. Gonna have a lot of teams that are in this and it'll be really interesting to see how that turns out. Softball last week defeated Mary Persons and now they're in their final week of the regular season. Last night on Monday night, I'm recording this on Tuesday, so Monday night they were defeated America Sumter 15-0. They'll play Central America and Peach and then wrap up the week on Thursday evening at home against Jackson that'll be their senior night in the final game of the regular season that's gonna be an important game too going into the region tournament just to see if the Knights are gonna hit anybody on this Jackson squad the Knights have pretty much solidified themselves as a four or five going into the region tournament that game with Mary Persons is what's most likely gonna be set up for Uh, Pike County Chris County and Jackson have Uh, kind of separated themselves a tiny bit at the top three. And so that'll also be a very interesting first week of October. That uh, region tournament is, I believe, more wide open because I don't think it has a clear favorite like the uh, volleyball tournament does. I think if you were gonna pull one, Pike County's probably your favorite. I think they've probably got the deepest lineup and they've got the most arms that can throw and be diverse as far as when you get in that tournament if you want to change things up with your arms. I'd, I'd say Pike County's probably the best team headed in, but we will see what happens in the first week of October, big region tournament week. All right, so looking at last week's football contest, I went a measly 6-4, barely over five First game of the week was Notre Dame and Wisconsin. I had Wisconsin beating that one because I hadn't seen much out of Notre Dame, but should have known not to trust Graham Mertz. Uh, Notre Dame ran away with that one, 41-13. It was kind of a slog to begin it, but I guess Notre Dame got hot there at the end. The second game of the week, Texas Tech and Texas. I had Texas winning that one at home, and man, did they put up some points on Texas Tech. Hung a 70 spot on them, won that one 70-35. Third game was Kentucky and South Carolina. This was a kind of a squeaker Kentucky just got by South Carolina, 16-10. to South Carolina has played some tight games this year. Um, that one didn't go their way I had Mississippi State looking to beat LSU Mississippi State was at home with the Cowbells they just barely couldn't do it LSU squeaked out by three points 28 to 25 despite a little rally there at the end for the Bulldogs Tennessee fell to Florida as I predicted <laughs> uh, Florida won that one 38 to 14 that's a good Florida squad and that's going to be a big game for the Georgia Bulldogs and the cocktail party down in Jacksonville. The next game was Oklahoma and West Virginia. Man, Oklahoma has not looked good at all this year. They just barely beat West Virginia by three points, and I wouldn't be surprised if Oklahoma doesn't slide a good bit on the rankings as they really have not been impressive the past couple weeks. Um, Arizona State defeated Colorado. Colorado's another team that has not looked good this year after having a big year last year. Uh, Arizona won that one. Arizona State, rather, won that one, 35-13. to Oklahoma State beat Kansas State 31-20. to I had Oklahoma State in that one. And then those last NFL games, man, they were some heartbreakers for me. Not really a heartbreaker because my Falcons did get a win, 17-14, but I had the Giants beating them. Uh, Green Bay Packers snuck out a win against San Francisco, 30-28. Both of those games were decided on game-winning field goals, so some thrillers there. Went 6-4. and four. I am uh, tied for last place in the football competition at the paper, so I'm needing some big weeks going forward. We'll look at uh, next week's games in the next episode of the podcast. Looking at our last thing to wrap up here, uh, we're going to highlight the Atlanta Braves here. they got a big, big week coming up. They currently have a a two-and-a-half game lead over the Philadelphia Phillies, who are red hot coming in. And over the last month, I think they've kind of all known that this series coming up this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, will most likely decide this uh, division. Uh, So on Tuesday, the Phillies throw Zach Wheeler against the Braves. Charlie Morton, that's a really good matchup. Uh, Charlie's been really good, and of course Wheeler's been super good. Um, On Wednesday, Aaron Nola against Max Freed. Both of those guys are hot. That's a really good matchup. And Thursday, Kyle Gibson versus Ian Anderson. Also a really really good matchup. So We basically got three playoff games in midweek, so those are gonna be really fun to watch. And hopefully the Braves can pull it out. It's just discouraging that it's this close, but also a blessing that it's this close considering the uh, the way that the Braves have played all year—it's never been super great. I guess it hasn't been super bad either. I think I've mentioned that on another podcast. But so this will probably—I think it will decide the division. But there's a chance that they split it, and it really doesn't. But I think um, they don't split it. Obviously, there's a chance that uh, it doesn't when because both teams do have series after this. But the Braves have a little tougher one against the Mets, and uh, Philly goes to Miami to finish up the season. So. Both of those squads are eliminated from the playoffs. They'll just be trying to play spoiler. Obviously, if you're the Braves or the Phillies, you can't go down there and get swept, no matter how good you play in this series. So, hopefully, um, I would think we're looking. If you're looking to kind of pencil in um, the Phillies and the Braves to take two of two of three against the Mets and the Marlins, then this series between Atlanta and Philly is going to make it up. It's in Atlanta, so I expect it to be rocking. Hopefully, it is at Truist Park and those are just three really big games for the Atlanta Braves. So that's going to wrap it up for me. We're uh, wrapping up the regular season for the volleyball teams and softball teams this year. Volleyball has their senior night tonight and softball will have their senior night like I said against Jackson on Thursday night and we will look more into the matchup between America Sumter and Upson Lee on the Thursday episode of the podcast. So thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed it. Share it all your buddies. Um I'm Jacob Stewart. You can find me at Jacob Stewart29 on Twitter. You can find me at upsonbeacon.com and come by and get your weekly edition of the paper where you can find my content in the sports section and also get the rest of your content from the county and newspapers. So thank you for listening and have a good week.